Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hard to believe, but it was primary day in New York City, and the results are still filtering in as we speak. And uh, a couple of things I should update you on. First of all, the district attorneys of Queens and the Bronx, uh, Queens, Melinda Katz, and uh, also in the Bronx, Darcel Clark, they have uh, cruised to victory, wasn't even close. Uh, in the Bronx, uh, Miss Clark has the lowest conviction rate of the five district attorneys, uh, but but she ha- has won. And uh, in Queens, Melinda Katz has won her primary. Now, a couple of surprises. Uh, we're waiting to see who's going to be the uh, the Democrat uh, to to challenge uh, Miss Palladino, the Republican uh, in Queens. Uh, as of right now, Tony Avila is holding on to a very slim lead over his challenger. A longtime city councilman, uh, considered a firebrand, if you will, Charles Barron in Brooklyn, who has served for more than two decades, looks like he's going down in defeat tonight. Going down in defeat tonight, uh, representing uh, Eastern Brooklyn, uh, East New York, Starrett City, parts of Brownsville, and District 42 across uh, two levels of government. He served in the city council as well as in the assembly. And so now in his fourth non-consecutive term in the city council, he is facing a unique off-cycle election, but it looks like he has lost. He has lost his race to his challenger, And the big news of the night, or at least the big surprise as of this hour right now, is one of the young men from the Central Park Five, Youssef Salam. Youssef Salam has declared victory in Harlem. High stakes uh, council race, a substantial lead, almost a two to one victory margin over his uh, challenger. And it's interesting because all of the establishment, what does this say about the establishment? All of the establishment went with one of his challengers, uh, which happens to be former councilwoman uh, Inez Dickens. It looks like she has lost. Youssef Salam doesn't even have to do the runoff. I mean, the, 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 um, the election where, where the, um, it escapes my 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 mind right now, but the uh, the new way of voting uh, in New York City because he's he's captured fifty percent uh, as of right now. So Inez Dickens had the backing of Mayor Adams, Adriano Espayat, and much of the Harlem establishment. All Youssef Salam had was uh, Manhattan Democratic Party Chairman Keith Wright, and uh, Mr. Wright's son was running. Uh, his campaign. And so Youssef Salam, who was a political novice who was wrongfully convicted in the Central Park Five case over three decades ago, has declared victory over two longtime lawmakers with 97 percent of the votes in. Salam is leading Inez Dickens by more, Assemblywoman Inez Dickens by more than 2,500 ballots in this primary. This is the ninth council district. And so again, if Salam's lead stays above the 50% threshold, when all is said and done, he'll secure victory without having to go through the ranked choice voting process in which voters secondary choices are added to the mix until a candidate uh, nets a simple majority and is crowned the uh, victor. But again, it looks like that may not be necessary. So primary day, night in uh, New York City, uh, low turnout, as expected, not many surprises, except for that Harlem race. 
anyone is better than the socialist that was in the job that was holding up that huge housing development. She refused to uh, back it. And um, she's out. Kirsten Jordan, she is out. And it looks like uh, Youssef Salam has won the Democratic primary and will in all likelihood an overwhelmingly Democratic New York City go on a political novice to the New York City Council. So some of the topics we're dealing with this morning. New York City Mayor Eric Adams means well on this, but it really is la-la land. This is la-la land. Reading, writing, and breathing. Reading, writing, and breathing. Musa, Musa. Mayor Adams is requiring New York City public school students to have two to five minutes of mindful breathing. So in other words, it sounds like to me like a mini form of yoga. Now, this would be wonderful if uh, perhaps the kids were in uh, Westchester at one of the more affluent school districts where everyone scored over the, the, the rates for standardized tests, where every single student did well. Then it would be fine, right? But let's start with the graduation rates, which, which are better, but it's still nowhere where they should be. Let's start with attendance, right? So more than half of the Department of Education's 12th graders missed at least 18 days of school in the academic year for 2021-2022. That's to count as chronic absentees. Across all grades, it was 40%, same as the year before. And so let's also deal with if you want to have breathing exercises for the kids in school, Mr. Mayor, how about let's get them to school safely? Let's get the teachers to school safely. Let's stop all the crime around the schools. Let's stop the drugs. In other words, there are many more priorities than a breathing exercise in school. I mean, on my way in, I, I even tried it. I even tried the exercise uh, in terms of breathing in through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. And it felt good for about a second. And then I said to myself, I can't believe this is what school children in New York City are going to go through. So the mayor means well, but, you know, Mr. Mayor, when, when you want the kids to have a better uh, diet for for lunch, I'm with you. I'm with you. School children should not have uh, bone fragments in their chicken nuggets and so on. I'm with you on that. When, you know, maybe when you want them to have a, a better choice of ABC, you know, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. But a breathing exercise, I think that there are many more priorities for the school children of New York City. So let's open up the telephone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And I told you folks, I told you folks a while ago that Governor DeSantis could run, but that he was not really going to be any competition for the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. So in New Hampshire, right, and I've, I've covered the uh, New Hampshire primary many times uh, throughout the years. First, you have the, uh, the caucus in Iowa. Then you have the, the um, primary in New Hampshire. And surprise, surprise, Trump holds a 28-point lead over DeSantis in New Hampshire, right? His lead has grown a five-point increase, a five-point increase, I'm about to go to Michael in New Jersey to start our telephone calls this morning, but former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie trails in third place. Surprise, surprise, surprise at 6%. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley comes in at 5%. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott 
clocks in at about 4% support. Let's start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The issue of Musa or Wusa or whatever it may be, breathing in school for the kids, the New York City public school kids. So we have kids that are not graduating. We have kids that are harmed on their way to school. We have kids that have to get past legalized marijuana and the K-2. We have serious issues within the New York City school system. And Mayor Adams says, breathe, breathe, just breathe. Michael in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes. So Mayor Kunta Kinte, who I thought was just a lousy mayor, a horrible mayor, now I believe that he has totally lost his mind. So we have two problems. We have a horrible, I should say you have a horrible, horrible mayor, and on top of that, the guy cracked up. He's ready for the lunatic asylum. And this is what you have running the city. God help the people. Like I keep saying, New York is dead and buried. It's finished, but this is what the people wanted. They could have voted in Curtis, who wouldn't have done nonsense like this. He would have cleaned up the crime. He would have stopped the illegals from being put into hotels. I wanted to ask you something. I'm a little bit not that good in math. I keep seeing them advertise for the uh, these veterans who came back from Afghanistan, who lost arms, legs. There was one guy who lost his face. How many of these specialized homes do you think they could build for these poor veterans that lost so much? If someone were to give them $70 million a week, every week, Every week they would get 70. How many homes do you think they could build? Because that's what this lunatic mayor of yours is spending on the illegals, paying for them in hotels. $70 million a week. Don't you think the money would be better off being given to these poor bastards who lost arms and legs? Like like I said, one guy lost his face. His face was blown off. And this moron, this idiot, this mentally deranged lunatic is telling kids to breathe. God help the city. And I don't even think God can help it because it's too far gone. Well, I, 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 uh, I, I hear you, Michael. Uh, please don't get me started on the migrant situation. We have seen where quietly Mayor Adams is sending some of, some of them back to uh, Texas and Florida, a small percentage but the, the problem I have with that as it relates to the migrants, the small percentages that are being sent back is why are you flying them back to these states rather than putting them on a bus the same way that the other states uh, sent them up here? You know, I, I, um, I, I really do believe, Michael, and you'll take exception to this. I really do believe Mayor Adams' heart is in the right place with the school kids. For those of us that attended the New York City public school system, but this is uh this is a bit much it's it's a bit out of touch in terms of uh oh the kids the kids actually doing uh two to five minutes of a breathing exercise thank you for the call michael as always now steven elmont believes that this is a, a wonderful idea is that correct steve yes i think it's an excellent idea I mean, you know, the world is falling apart around us, and sometimes you just need to take a breath. But what I really think the secret um, message is behind this whole thing is when you breathe and or meditate, it's really a way for you to take some time out and pray. You know, since since prayer was taken out of public school. But wait, but Steve, Steve, but Steve, we're talking about children, children. Yeah. We used to pray in school from first. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about the prayer part. You just said it gives you an opportunity to meditate and so on. I think that was the word you used. These are children. Yeah, medit- yes. Okay, what yes, do children I, I know about meditating? It's a form of, of prayer. Is a form of meditation. Right. No. No. You want to is focus it? on the prayer, and I, I'm not. I'm not taking exception to that. The prayer, I agree with. I'm talking about the kids meditating. Who says they're going to be praying while they're meditating? We can teach them that. I said it that, was that's not part. That's not part of the process, that. Steve. That's not part of the process. Hold on. I said this was a secret way to introduce this stuff back into the schools with all the crap that the schools are learn are teaching the kids. Which 
I can go down a list of things that I thought yes. was just nonsense yes. to even learn. Yes. What's wrong with taking a breath, learning how to breathe? I mean, they teach you how to put a condom on a cucumber, but most people, a lot of people actually do not know the proper way to inhale. Well, I, I have to admit, I, I have to admit, Steve, I'm one of them. That's why tonight, for the first time, I, I actually tried it, and it worked for about 10 seconds. And then after that, I was like, eh. But I hear you. Thank you very much for the but call. Do you know that we, Dominic, do you know that sometimes all we need is to count to 10 and just take a breath before perhaps, something crazy happens? Perhaps, but thank you for the call. I don't know if that applies to children. I don't know if that applies to children. William in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic, I'm going to just say this. As a stand-up comedian, a professional, I appreciate your work. And, you know, a lot of times people take the focus off on reality. They're not focusing on the basic fundamentals. That means the subject of the matter. And, 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 and as me being an artist, I'm going to tell you straightforward, they don't want to get to the point. If you have something you have to do, you have to paint a picture. And we are losing focus of reality. That's the bottom line. All right. It's not it's short and sweet. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. When when you say we're losing focus of reality, William, tell me what you mean in terms of the problems, the real problems? The basic fundamentals. I'm telling you about the, the kids have to grow up. I have three sisters and I have okay. a mother. I'm my mother's only son. And I've been doing stand up comedy for decades. I've been on Hot Ninety Seven. I'm a radio personality. Okay. Radio personality. I did a movie with Kevin Hart. I'm up there in the industry, but I'm talking about how to inspire people to do things positively and not put if you give a person if you plant a seed of poison, there's thorns that are gonna grow. We have to plant seeds that are positive because we're going to be elder. You're going to be an elderly. You I'm can say be that again. You can say that again. So, so are you telling me you believe this is a good idea? I'm trying to understand here. Well, I believe that we're taking within politics, within the kids, within uh, President Donald J. Trump, we're taking things out of hand. We're going a little bit overseated. It's more becoming communistic instead of capitalism. It's, it, it, it's just getting out of hand. You have no rights. You have nothing to say. Nobody can't say anything. Everybody want to comment on somebody. Everybody want to be in everybody's conversation. There's a time and place for everything. I'm a comedian. I'm not a clown. Right, now, there's a big with, difference. There's a big difference. <laughs> I fell in love with Laurie Stokes, I, I, and Reggie Harris was my mentor at CBS. Well, uh, Re Reggie yes. was a good personal friend of mine. But go ahead. And, uh, but, but, but my whole point is that I appreciate your work, and I love when you argue. Like, no, hold on, wait up, wait up a second. But don't you tell me? <laughs> Have a well, thank well, you, William. I appreciate you, and you know, one day I've got to come see your uh, your comedy show. Thank you, thank well, you very well, much. Well, you could come to jo you could come to John the Baptist Church. I'm there, 30th Street between seven and eight. Pass by between uh, six o'clock to maybe six thirty. I work there. I take the garbage out. All right, they know me as William Anthony and Bradham. I watched the doors and i'm a community guy there and okay now now what what church is this again one more time J john the baptist church where wabc talk radio does uh, uh the turkey giveaway uh yes uh, okay for, for turkeys okay now, I met curtis he he's put the cameras on me i just want to say i appreciate all of y'all i'll come down there and hand you my resume but look charlie chaplin is speaking very loud all right it's only a matter of time but we're going to take back this country all this other fake stuff is phony fugazi and shallow the kids are going to be the future of our american system and it has to run smoothly not go off the third rail or the third yes. train <laughs> agreed william thank you for your call have a wonderful wonderful morning you know, I like that. William just said, Fugazi. Wait, where does that come from? Curtis Lee. Hey, Dominic. Fugazi. Fugazi, man. Come on, Dominic. Come on, Dominic. Your complexion is your protection. Come on, Dominic. Larry in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? I don't know. When I, when I imitated Curtis yesterday, you didn't like it, but all right. Wait, 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 wait. When did you imitate Curtis? I have no idea what you're talking about. When I was saying like that, Curtis says like uh, says Broadway Dilly, you know, you, may, maybe name, maybe you have the wrong show. You didn't make no. this comment to me yesterday. It was part. It was part of my comment yesterday, but you but you you brushed me off. Real okay, quick okay. So Larry, 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 Larry. Wait, 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 Larry. Why is that relevant? Why, why is that? Why, why is that? You just want to try and get under my skin. Why is that relevant at all? 
It, well, it's it's just in passing. I want to get on to my real comment. Okay, That's what please, I really called about. Please get to your point. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just want, I want to ask you, uh, the uh, district that Yusuf Salam was, uh, won the uh, primary in, uh, is, does that include all of Harlem or just a part of Harlem? A part of Harlem. A good part, but a part of Harlem. A good part. And, and the reason why the uh, the other woman basically lost is because she was blocking development, uh, a major development of uh, developer Bruce Teitelbaum, and she should have gone. It, she's fighting. She's fighting her district growing because she claimed that black people were being pushed out. You mean the woman that lost to Salam in the primary you're talking about? Well, I, I don't even know if she ran, but uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Kirsten Jordan, who was the incumbent, the socialist. Inez Dickens. I'm talking trying to get to, but yeah. you won't let me answer. Go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry, trying yeah. to get to it. The one that lost is Inez Dickens, but also in the race was Kirsten Jordan, who was the incumbent. Gotcha. Okay. Now, what I want to say is this. I, you okay? still haven't gotten to your point, Larry? My point is, is that I don't understand how you, there's something very wrong if this Yusuf Salam won. He, I think we have to break up that district because it's dangerous when people vote just because somebody has a Muslim name. And that's apparently what went on. And that's he was not, That's not why he won the race because of his last name. Larry, are you serious? That's all it is. That is not Larry. Name one want thing Larry. Be. Name one other thing. If you let me speak on my show, I will tell you he won because he is one of the exonerated Central Park Five. That's why he won in a predominantly community of color. It had nothing to do with his last name. What does being exonerated have to do with uh, knowing about politics? What does that have to do with it? Larry, 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 sometimes you don't have to know a damn thing about politics. If if you have if you have the right connection, if you have a Muslim last name, this in has Harlem. It, okay, Larry. I'm not I'm not doing. Thank you for the call. I'm not doing this this morning. Uh, that's bottom line bigotry. It had nothing to do with his last name. He won because he was one of the Central Park Five, and he beat out the entire citywide establishment that went with Inez Dickens. He won because his life story. Whether I like it, whether you like it, his life story as being one of the uh, exonerated members of the Central Park Five plays well with that voter base. That's why he won. LQ in the Bronx, good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, yes, uh, uh, Dominic, uh, just a comment about the, the, um, the gentleman that was uh, part of the Central Park Five. Uh, and and uh, uh, that I believe, you know, when he was arrested, I know he was a younger man, but if you're innocent, uh, you know, he had his head down with the others. Uh, I just seen that and just rubbed me the wrong way. The other comment uh, is that I'm responsive. I think Mr. Santos made a comment on uh, with an email. Is I can, or do you want me to call another time and respond to Wait, it? I, I have I have no idea what you're referring to, LQ. Yesterday on your, yesterday's show, he said the email and he mentioned my name, LQ, regarding the okay, parade. Okay, so, so, so you want to keep going back to this issue? No, I'm responding. He made okay, a comment but, okay, about but, me. Okay, but you, but you still want to keep going back to this issue. Listen, no, listen. Uh, okay, LQ, LQ, LQ. For the sake of argument, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you respond, okay? Because you said he mentioned your mm-hmm. name. But you keep wanting to right. go back to whether or not there should be a parade for, for gay people. We already know that with, with used with taxpayer dollars that you feel it should not be. I'm sick of discussing right. this issue. And so I will. It, this is your backdoor way of going back to this issue. So go right ahead. Right. I'm speaking in love. He made a comment that something about. Black or uh, uh, Latino, if it was that issue, and and that's not the issue. It wouldn't make no difference whether all black or not is a biblical uh, reason, highly major. Okay, so so, so again, so you're proving my you're proof you're proving my point. No, L- LQ, I, I don't no no LQ because I'm about to cut you Please. off. You're proving not, LQ, nice LQ, you're proving my mm-hmm. point. This is a backdoor way to keep going back to this issue. That's what you're doing no, right now. Not, I cannot Please discuss this. I'm going to let you finish if you just listen for a second. I cannot yes. discuss this every night. I have to move on at some point. 
We respectfully disagree. Now, you're going to tell mm-hmm. me again it's biblical about gays and so on. How many times are you going to say the same thing? I got it. Where you come from? Okay, now, go, go right finish. ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. You stood your ground yesterday and, and spoke to him. But, can, okay, my thing is um, the, 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 this whole thing is, is getting to be a hateful debate. And it's not that. It's about love. It's the people that get into the hate and the fighting and the attacking, whether it's on either side. When, when you say the That's attacking, the wait, 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 I'm not following you. When you say the attacking, mm-hmm. and the, what are you, are you referring to? Right. With fighting the, the, about the issue of these things, uh, arguing and fussing and fighting over it shows yourself wrong, whether you believe what I believe on taxes or the other thing. Either way, you're wrong. Okay, so LQ. I responded several times today to people that that emailed me um, that want me to be the morality police, that want me to come down on the gay community. And I will not do that. I do not approve of, of certain things. LQ, please respectfully let me finish. I do not approve of certain things that transgenders do. I don't approve of drag queen hour. I don't appro- approve of twerking in front of little kids. I don't approve of, uh, of stating we're coming for your kids next. But I, I cannot discuss this issue every single night. So what I'm is not, the- but Did you just hear what I said? LQ, I heard what you said. But, what, but here's what you're really saying to me. You're stating don't argue about the issue, but don't give them a taxpayer parade. That's what you're really stating. Don't That's your argue, position. Don't fight, but you have a right to, to, to meet each other in the middle and talk okay, and love but, and Okay, but LQ, LQ, how can you meet in the middle? Where is there to meet in the middle? Please help me here on an issue of a parade. Listen, that, that's, okay, wait, 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 listen. Fighting, wait, let me, let me LQ, without... LQ, let me finish, please. What, what area is there to meet in the middle on terms of gays having a parade when we already know that you and others do not support it. So where is there to meet in the middle one? In love, in peace, not arguing, not attacking one another, in love. Right, but you're not, you're not answering how. my question. You didn't answer, you're not okay. answering That's my question That's the only way all. I know how to do it. Okay, all right, well. Um, respect. Okay, all right. But I, I thank you for the call, LQ. I cannot continue to deal with this issue Every single night, I get it. Some of you want me to be the morality police. I do appreciate the emails that thanked me today for supporting the gay community. There are other issues. We have to move on. We can agree to disagree. If you agree with everything I say, you're nuts. If I agree with everything you say, I'm nuts. Here's the one thing I can tell you definitively. It is time for a break. I will be right back. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breathing, breathing. Take in, Mayor Adams. Exhale, Mayor Adams. For the school children of New York City. I like the song better, actually. But I'm breathing, Mr. Mayor. You say the school kids should take two to five minutes each day to breathe. Matt Blaze, will they play this song with it? I, I think this will be it. This is <laughs> this is the serenity. You're sailing. You're out on the ocean. That's right, sailing, sailing. Yeah. I like this man. Yes, 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 yes. Get Kenneth to join us now. Kenneth, come on, come on. Oh, yeah. We got to oh. really, really feel, feel the music. The wind. So, so, so the Dom, breeze. Dom, you're going to tell me that these kids sitting in an 85-degree classroom 
you know, in in June are gonna want to. Wait, wait, no, no negativity, Ken. No, no negativity. No, no They're going to want to relax. No, 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 no. We're on the ocean. Everything's nice and calm. Mm. And, and when they leave, they may have to dodge bullets. They may not have a book. There's K2 at the corner store. There's marijuana. But they're sailing, darling. But they're sailing. sailing. Mm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Mayor, we're only doing what you said to do, right? So they're going to play this song for the kids? They have to now. Right, so not Jay-Z, this song. No, it'll be this Not song. Beyonce, this song. Oh, no. Christopher Cross, Right, Sailing. right, right, right. One more time. Yeah. Me, you, and Kenneth can sit in the front row. That's right. Because we're free. 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 LQ, did you hear that? We're free, LQ. We can sit in the front row and debate the merits of a gay parade because we're free. Free. Well, folks, Dominic Carney here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls because I'm free. Free. I like that. I like that, Matt Blaze. We're free. Tell Frank Morano the message of the morning is that we're free. 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 We are going to continue with your telephone calls up until the top of the hour. That's when Frank takes over. Uh, let's go to Pete on Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Good thing school ended today for public school because Mayor Adams, with his breathing idea, his timing's off. They're talking about the pollution that, uh, from Canada's smoke. That's right. It's coming back. Over. Thank you, Pete. It's right. coming back. Right now, I'm so paranoid. I got two air conditioners lined up, and I got a, a generator. And solar panels that I had ordered all this week because of I suffered so much with the breathing that I've been on the nebulizer and uh, prednisone. Now, so, Pete, uh, the, the I, last I time I spoke like, to you, I believe you went to the racetrack in Philadelphia to get away from the uh, the air coming down yes. from Canada. Yes, and that ain't going to work because that's going to be covered up. I'd have to go further than that. So, and not, not <laughs> only that, not only that, in Philadelphia they're rebuilding the portion of that highway, so you're going to have traffic everywhere. You know, but I've been over it already. They they repaired it real quick, you know. And I heard that the governor he rode over eight times before they opened it, but it looks scary because it's like blacktop on a uh, concrete surface, you know? So, I mean, but there's about six ways to get in there. That's, you could take uh, nine all, all the way down. I mean, you know, there's alternate routes if you go at different, you know, when it's not rush hour. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm not even attempted, and I'm staying in. Uh, I got a cat, uh, cat, cat colony that I feed. I have a couple of my friends doing it, because I'm not even venturing out the next couple of days. So now, Pete, if my... If my memory serves correct, you also lost over 100 pounds. Is that correct? Yes, I lost 130 pounds three years ago before the pandemic. And, they, and, and it's, the weight stayed you, off. Yeah, I, well, uh, yeah. Well, been, it's, it's a fight every day. I got to watch, you know, like I start eating in smaller dishes. Not to eat mm -hmm. much, you know? mm -hmm. But uh, I had COVID in November before it came out in March. I would have died. That's If I had that weight, I just lost that like six months before the start, so it's over three years, but I would have been dead. I mean, <laughs> and I know where I got it from. I went to a funeral, Milan, uh, Italy. Uh, they owned the dress factory, and I helped out a guy that they looked like he had malaria. It was on the floor. The nephew of the doctor that died, that I went to the funeral. He went to the hospital. I don't know the outcome of what happened to him because, you know, I was had and didn't have any connection. But my wife and I came down with it four days later. We had it in November, so we didn't even get the shot. My antibodies and my wife's antibodies were so high that the doctor told me, I can't give you the shot. That's why a lot of people died. They already had the uh, immune. So I, I don't want to get into the right, vaccine okay. thing. I got, I got you, Pete. Why I'm I, not but, but I want you to be careful. Thank you for the call. I want you to be careful 
as it relates to, and Pete is correct, the air is going to come down again within the next 24 hours from Canada. So, folks, please be careful. And it's supposed to possibly hit a dangerous level in terms of um, what you're supposed to breathe in. So if that should happen, please be careful. John in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, more than once I heard then Borough President Eric Adams describing how he would advise his staff to do daily breathing exercises as a means of releasing tension. I heard this primarily at the Brooklyn Book Festival, and he had, this is something he's saying for years. So I guess he thinks now that New York City school kids are an extension of his staff at at. The, the Brooklyn Book Festival. No, that that's not that's I mean, not that's uh, not what he's saying, John. He he's saying that he thinks it's good for the school children. I I don't see how you make the connection there. He's saying well, that he believes it's good for the kids for their health. He he thinks it's good for the adults, and so he's now transferring what he thought would be good for the adults would be good for the kids. I think what would be good for the kids is to have them uh, apply their mental capacities towards improving their learning abilities, not, not just to take time off just to do these breathing exercises. Agreed. You, you and I share a, a common thought there, John. Thank you for the call. Let's go from Brooklyn to Harlem. Let's say good morning to Gregory. Gregory, what's on your mind? Good morning, um, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. I just wanted to say one of your callers said the reason Youssef um, Salim won because of his name, which is ridiculous, like you told him. Now, people didn't understand two of your radio colleagues were bashing Yusuf, and people in Harlem didn't agree with that because it, it seemed racist when they were bashing him. You know, so people in Harlem, I live in Harlem all of my life, and people were saying it wasn't right, and they were behind this guy. Just they were not just because he was one of the exonerated five. A lot of Caucasian people, even one of your colleagues, didn't believe he was innocent, even though the evidence proved that these five young men were innocent. People on your radio station, your colleagues. Right, but Gregory, Gregory, I, I, but, but listen, I, I don't want to revisit those facts, and I can't speak for any of my colleagues because I don't know what they said. And two, I don't want to waste my time defending what they said. So please continue, and then I need to move on to the next call. No, I understand. that My, re, my thing is Harlem backed this guy up. That's my point. That's my primary point. The more they bashed him, they helped him because Harlem was listening. And they backed the guy up, and he won. Thank God. Well, I, I hear you, Gregory. I know there was the issue where, uh, like myself, he has received a um, an honorary uh, Ph.D., and he started referring to himself on some of his material as doctor. And uh, that was a, a little hiccup. But But you are correct to this degree, Gregory, that – the more Mr. Youssef Salam was bashed, the more he was upheld in the community. And and that's why that's why I always try to explain to this audience, to our audience, that no matter how much you may dislike the Reverend Dal Sharpton in the black community, he is the preeminent preeminent leader. And a lot of people take exception with that, but the way that one group sees it. Another group doesn't necessarily see it the same way. Gregory, we thank you for the call and have a beautiful morning. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Oh, congestion pricing. It looks like it's going to happen. We'll brief you on that. We'll continue with your calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The only shot we have left is New Jersey to fight this thing. I can't believe it. Congestion pricing. I thought the feds might stop it, but they're not. Congestion pricing is coming. How much more do you want to ruin the city of New York? The city has received a critical federal approval 
for its first in the nation plan to charge big tolls, big, big, big tolls. We already have enough. Try coming over to George Washington Bridge. That's $18. And this is to come into the most visited parts of Manhattan. Part of an effort, we're told, the talking points, to reduce traffic. Yeah, right. Improve air quality. A double yeah, right. Look at what's happening with Canada. And the key part, to raise funds for the city's public transit system. An endless pit where the money goes. This is not going to begin five years from now. It starts next spring. Following London, Singapore, Stockholm, they have similar tolling programs for highly congested business districts. Now, under one of the several tolling scenarios under consideration, drivers could be charged as much as $23 a day extra now to enter Manhattan south of 60th Street. With the exact amount still to be decided by the MTA, which is overseeing this long-stalled plan, people heading into Manhattan, I'm one of them, already pay big tolls to use many of the bridges and tunnels connecting across the Hudson, East, and Harlem Rivers. Now, this plan has been sharply opposed by officials in New Jersey. They are looking at suing. Let's hope that they are successful. I cannot believe a governor is going to get behind this. If you own a restaurant in New York, start praying because people are going to boycott. Nobody's going to pay to come over the Mario Cuomo Bridge, come down to Manhattan, and then have to pay again to come past 60th Street. Then pay to park, and if you park on the street, with the million confusing signs, your car may be towed by the time you come back. If you park in the garage, that's another 50 to $75. Then you have dinner, the cost of dinner, and you got to hope that if you're sitting outside in that seat, the homeless person that's smashing people and bashing them in the heads, you got to hope you're not one of them. And you got to hope that the homeless person doesn't spit on you or curse you out or perhaps stab you. Or you got to hope that a car doesn't jump the curb and smash into you. And if you're inside the restaurant, you still have a million things to deal with. We see you folks want to talk about congestion pricing. We will do exactly that. But first, let's go to Rivkey and Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hello. Good morning. Okay. Uh, she's not there. Let's go to Devon in the Bronx. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, good to hear from you, man. You're coming through very clearly. Well, that's a hey, good listen. thing. Listen, I get tired to be tired with these ideologue politicians. I do not know which genius come up with all these ideas. Hmm. They want to put toll at 60th Street. I don't understand. These people be coming and they be taking time coming a dictator. I don't understand. I'm going to excuse Dominic. What the hell is going on? Well, these people is running an operation chaos. Yes, I I agree with you. Uh, I think most people, common sense wise, would agree with everything you just said, and they want to clamp down on you and me and all the other listeners, but let the criminals run rampant. And regulate, regulate, get more of your money, more of your money, more. I mean, it, 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 you cannot drive a car. You know, if you live in Suffolk County or you live in Orange County or Rockland County, how are you supposed to handle this, right? Or if you live in an outer borough, handle this with by this congestion way, pricing. Go ahead, by the way. By the way, these people, they want to tell you how to make pizza now. They want to put electric in your house sensor to tell when you're in your bedroom. For I do not understand what the hell wrong with these people. I think these people got government got too much free time on their hands. They need to look a job like me and you. I agree. I definitely agree with you that uh, perhaps you if they, a good night, man. I'm so thank sick you. of these people. Bye, yo. Thank you. Thank you very much for the call. 
Uh, we are taking your calls up into the top of the hour, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, they want to raise the uh, the fare for people coming in below 60th Street to, oh, you know, to subsidize the MTA. There's one problem with that. The MTA system, the subway system, has thousands upon thousands of storefronts within the system underground, which have been shuttered for the past decade or two. These stores could conceivably bring in up to $24 million a year minimum, and they will not open them. I've spoken to MTA people over at uh, J Street. I spoke to administration, and they said, well, it's it's something to consider, and that's all they say. They don't admit to the possibility, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I hear you, Phil. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of things that go on with the MTA where if you really put a microscope, a microscope to what's going on, it's completely unacceptable, completely unacceptable. They still have executives driving around in cars. Why do they need cars? Oh, well, we, we have to get them to the scene quickly. <laughs> Take the train. Take the train. Right. Take the train. Take take the train like everybody else. You know, Phil, it, it's just um, and with this congestion pricing, I, I don't understand how Governor Hoku, I, I get it what they say about all this money you need for the LIRR, the New York City train system. And, you know, you're not enforcing people that are hopping the train and, you know, they're just going on the bus. But but this is ridiculous. And it's going to kill business in New York City. I mean, do you see a way, Phil, that business survives this? No, it's not going to happen. And as for the buses in the Bronx, hey, the people that get on them don't pay. Right. Enforcement, tickets, tickets. Right, 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 right. Well, Phil, it, you know, it, it, it is it is what it is. And um, it's the it's the times that we live in. And frankly, frankly, we need a better leadership. It really is that simple. Thank you for the call, Phil. Dominic Carter here with you folks up until the top of the hour. Again, uh, election recap, primary uh, night, uh, the polls closed at 9 p.m. In Queens, you have the district attorney there winning her primary, Melinda Katz. In the Bronx, you have the district attorney, Darcel Clark, winning her primary. Not a, much of a surprise there. You have a longtime uh, city councilman, Charles Barron, who has lost his reelection uh, uh, effort. But the big story of the night comes out of Harlem, of which Youssef Salam, a defendant exonerated in the Central Park rape case, will likely emphasis on likely since he's won the democratic primary be the next councilman for central Harlem. Now he beat out the entire establishment from mayor Adams on down went with uh, Assemblywoman Inez Dickens that had represented the area before in the uh, city council. There was also Al, Al Taylor as a candidate. Uh, Salam and Taylor had crossed endorsed each other uh, under the ranked choice voting system. But it looks like, uh, at least as of right now, this could change. This could change. But it, he garnered, he did so well, Yusef Salam, that he hit the magical 50% of the vote. Uh, in other words, 5,403 votes to 25% for Inez Dickens. So he almost doubled her vote, the assemblywoman. And... um he won the current council member, uh, her name, uh, Kirsten Jordan. Uh, she's the socialist that blocked the uh, Harlem development project of Bruce Teitelbaum, you know, un- under her uh, interesting logic. And, and the bottom line is she had to go, had to go. And so she was on the ballot, but she dropped out of the race and one of our callers said this a few minutes ago, folks. Uh, get ready. Here we go, Canada, round two. Canada, round two. Due to incoming winds uh, that are supposed to happen tonight and uh, tomorrow from the Canadian wildfires, New York City 
could experience worse air quality uh, today, the 28th of June. Mayor Adams tweeted this just a short time ago, and the mayor says that the city will keep New Yorkers informed, informed on conditions uh, outside and actions uh, that they can take, that you can take to uh, stay uh, safe. And normally when, when, the, when the air level qualities hit uh, between well, over 100, it's a dangerous level, and they're expecting moderate levels to go between 50 and 100. Once it hits 100, the air quality is deemed unhealthy for sensitive groups, such as pregnant women, the elderly, those with cardiovascular or lung diseases, That's once it hits a level of 100, according to the State Department of Environmental Conservation. I am now joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello there, Dominic. So are you ready for for Canada Part 2? I am ready. They say it's, uh, I was listening to your discussion and I learned a lot just in the last 10 minutes, but they say it's not going to be as bad as it was the initial time, right? right? right, Knock on wood. Right, right. We'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Exactly. But but are you ready for it? Hey, look, I guess it'll save me some money on cigars. I could just go outside (laughs) and try and breathe. Oh, you did. The Fourth of July is only a week away. That's right. You as, seem very as, surprised as, when as I you broke, told you me, new, broke that news to you. As you told yesterday. me last night, if only we could put cameras in the room <laughs> where you and I get ready for it. <laughs> that is the last thing we need. And I hope management absolutely didn't hear that suggestion. <laughs> so yes, you informed me that Fourth of July is uh, is right around the corner. Just quickly before you brief me on the show. Are you doing anything great for the fall? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. We're still trying to formulate our uh, our plans. Probably nothing crazy. We'll pl- probably stay close to home. And Carmine is looking like a little model. Oh boy, he's growing like a weed. He's uh, he's fortunately taking after my my dad's height, not mine. He's uh, he's a monster. He's growing growing he b- bigger and bigger every day. What do you have coming up? Uh, well, I have some analysis on uh, the primary results, including some surprise results that I'll share with people in just a minute. And then next hour, we're going to be joined by one of our favorites, Doctor Sky. Going to ask him what's happening with space. I'll ask him about these wildfires. And uh, Marco Rubio made some big news on the U. UFO front. I'm going to play the audio of what he said, and I'm going to get uh, Dr. Sky to weigh in on it. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Marano on the other side of Midnight coming up right after news headlines. This is New York's talk leader, the crown jewel of talk radio. WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bay.